try that again, shall we? <laughs> yes, welcome in one and all. Full start, full start there, Adam. Five yard penalty for you, mate. Um, yeah, welcome into the full ten yards podcast. Hope you're all doing well. Uh, this is going to be this is going to be a fun one, isn't it? Uh, two p two people putting the strings. This could be uh, could be the, the the funnest one of the year. But uh, we'll, we'll see how we go. Yes, uh, no Liam this week as we hit double digits in the NFL season. Week ten is upon us. Uh, and I'd say we've, we've been blessed with um, a, a lovely slate of, of primetime games. But uh, let's just say, Adam, they don't, they don't quite match up to last week's ones. No, when, when you're starting the primetime games with the Bears at the Panthers or Panthers at Bears, it's not exactly uh, the best start to the week. But no, there were some cracking games last week. Um, so, yeah, hopefully we'll be, we'll be landing some decent ones this week. But uh, I know next week I'm very much looking forward to Thursday night as Bengals against Ravens. So that'll be a cracker to start the week next week. But yeah, this week, uh, they're, they're not really up there for me. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll see how they go. Yeah, is it um, Thanksgiving the week after as well, isn't it? Yes, week after uh, Lions, Lions, Packers, Commanders, Cowboys, and Forty Nine ers, Seahawks. Yeah. So there you go, a couple of good Thursdays. Uh, we just got to get through this one. Although I don't know if I'm working out. Obviously, the Bears have the Panthers draft pick, so I don't know whether they'd be annoyed because at least one of those teams would improve their record, or they'll be happy because one of them won't and they'll they're obviously in the top in the top couple of draft picks, aren't they? So it's a bit of a bit of a catch twenty two, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So do, do they want to win? Do they not want to win? I I guess it's I suppose for the Bears it doesn't um for the Panthers if they wanna win because it doesn't help them at all doing anything else. So I, I guess for them, they'll at least be putting the effort in. And weirdly, I think it might be a little bit of an interest a fun game. I think Neither team's yeah. very good, so yeah. it, it could be a weirdly high-scoring and quite entertaining game. Yeah, let's take a look at, at the betting. It's uh, Chicago are three and a half point favourites at home, obviously hosting the Carolina Panthers. Over under here is thirty-eight. Um, you can tell he's done the graphics this week, but so uh, yeah, fabulous job. Carolina in pink, in in purple, or mauve. There, I'm not quite sure about that kind of that kind of choice, but maybe they're, are they in alternative uh, alternative unis that I don't know about. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I <laughs> honestly, it's the Carolina Panthers. I, I, I couldn't think of about it being black and blue, even though I've got a, um, I've got a Luke Keekley pop figurine around here somewhere. I should have, uh, should have just kept an eye on that and uh, gone with that one. But no, I, yeah. I, I, I put, I put a, the smallest bit of effort into doing the, into doing yeah, the graphics. You did, you did more than more than the minimum, so you can't can't really argue with that. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know if I'm trying to. Put myself into a full sense of of hope of optimism that this that game actually goes all right. Um, let's say the thirty eight point five. I mean, Vegas aren't very rarely wrong, and quite a few games that I've looked at or focused on this season, I don't seem to see that they, they're many points out of what they what they've put on their total lines. But I'm, I'm hoping it does go over because I've got a little bit of a um, little bit of interest in, in various leagues and my, my fantasy. But you know, no Justin Fields. He was obviously confirmed. He's not confirmed out yet. I don't think, but. Um, you know the secret agent, as I like to call him. He's uh, he's going to be in quarterback for the Bears. No Khalil Herbert, so done to Foreman, uh, who's my best touchdown touchdown score bet uh, for this game because he's you know six to four and you know he got twenty rush twenty attempts last week for eighty three yards. But you know he played for the, the, the Panthers, didn't he? Like, was it last season? So um, he'll be wanting to score, and you can run all over the Panthers. So I, I just think done to Foreman at six to four is a, is a great bet. But um, yeah, I'm hoping it'll be like a, a sneak. You know, both teams don't really have anything to lose in the sense that you know, I'm, I'm just hoping it's one of those games where neither neither want to win. 
So they can just kind of play a bit free. Maybe, yeah, so he's maybe Bajan's last game. Bryce Young and, and the Panthers have got a lot to answer for. So I'm hoping for a bit of offense, but generally on Thursday night football, you don't really get that because of a short week no. and, and whatnot. But um, yeah, here's, here's the hoping, fingers crossed, that we can at least get a, a, a couple of touchdowns. Yeah, we, we've all picked um, a fun thing on this one. Liam's gone for both teams to score 15 points or more um, at five to four. I assume that's a sky bet thing, normally is. Yeah. Um, you've obviously gone for the running back on the Bears, and I've gone for the running back on the Panthers. I've gone for um, Tuba Hubbard to have over 44 and a half rushing yards. It was 47 and a half at the weekend, and he went over that. Um, I'm surprised it's dropped, I guess, because Miles Sanders actually looked all right in relief. Um, but as far as I'm aware, uh, Tuba Hubbard's going to be the main running back for them, and he's playing against a poor team. So, um, yeah, he's he's my one for this week uh, for the for the Thursday night game. Um, and yeah, fingers crossed, as you say, with neither team really expected to do much, and neither team very good on defense, then we should hopefully see a bit of fun. Yeah, I, our main league, I do have Bryce Young at quarterback because it's uh, Jalen Hurts bye week, so um, I do need <laughs> I could do with the Panthers doing quite well tonight. Yeah, how did you get on last week in that league? Just out of interest. Uh, it was it was actually I I got my average up at least, uh, yeah. and that, that, that's more important for some people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, always find the, always find the positives. Uh, let's move. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it was uh, it was a good one to to get the win. For, for, for full disclosure, I beat Adam in our, in my main league, so that was always fun. Uh, couldn't couldn't go couldn't go that that long into the podcast without mentioning it. I got I got six minutes. No, in, so that's fair. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> moving on to the second Germany game sees the Indianapolis Colts at the New England Patriots. So New England Patriots are quotes of the home team. One and a half point favourites are the Colts. Uh, total points here is forty three. Um, yeah, like your like your, your Deutschland foosball there. Very good. Getting the um, what's it? I can't remember what it's called now. What's the what's the the double S called? See, I thought it was an umlaut, but umlaut was wrong. It was uh, an Ezet or something got, like that. I can't remember what it's called now. That's gonna that's gonna kill me. I did German in secondary school as well. Oh, it'll, it'll probably come to me when I don't need it. But there we go. Um, I think that that's probably going to be the interesting thing about this game, to be quite honest. But I, I think this is going to be an absolute horror show. Um, you know, obviously they've got a bit longer to travel. I know they're kind of East Coastish teams. Uh, but we saw, obviously, you know, the, the Miami Dolphins struggling to to get anything going last week. It wasn't a high-scoring game last week either. Um, and we you know, we've mentioned on the in the international series games in London about you know slow starts and um, you know acclimatization. Team, most teams coming over on Fridays, and you know when you considering you've got New England Patriots and uh, Gardner Minshew-led Indianapolis Colts, I don't really see points in this game I don't really care about the game at all so it's I can't find anything I can't find anything at all to get excited about this game uh, yeah I'm, uh, I'm frankly I'm not going to help too much on that one either um the Patriots have been over a few times obviously um it's Bill Belichick he's he was the genius I, I'd say was because they've been terrible recently um but yeah they do have an incredibly good record coming across this side of the pond so that's a bonus for them, but it's this year's Patriots. It's difficult to have any faith in them doing anything. Um, the first quarter points last week was 10, and obviously the Chiefs scored on the first drive. I thought we were done for straight away, to be honest, but that, that started off slow as we expected. Um, so we, me and you both got the winner on the under 10 points last week, whereas this week um, it's seven points for the first quarter. So it's oh, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. So one touchdown. <laughs> um, 
you get the push on that, obviously. If you can get 7.5, I'd probably go under. Yeah, so I'd, I'd imagine, I think it was 4 to 5 for under 7 as well, so it's going to be uh, even shorter for under 7.5 yeah, if you can get I'd, off I'd the 7 get, for that one. Push, but I'd rather, yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah. But uh, I quite like watching the Colts with Minshew there. There's a lot of chaos and you never know what's really going to happen. No one likes watching the, the Patriots because they're just dismal this year. Um, so I, I would love the, the Colts to win, obviously, the um, the yeah, obviously it was a one and a half point favorites for the Colts. I I don't think I would be able to take that, but uh, I think that is the right side. I do feel they're the better team, but yeah, coming over this side of the pond, over to Germany, it's all it messes things up a bit, and you never know really what's going to happen. I guess under to, to, under forty three points would be a sensible bet in this one because I can't see the Patriots scoring much. Yeah, no, I've gone under. Under is my best bet in that one, and um, yeah, like you say, it's, it's one of those. When you look at the money line, it's five to six and even. So I think the one and a half is just a mandatory. Oh, you've got to make someone a favourite and do one point five. So I don't think anyone's yeah. say no one's jumping, rushing to the counter to to get their bets on the Colts minus one and a half. Um, I, I assume a lot more people will be getting on on the under there. But again, like even for touchdown scorers, maybe Ramondre Stevenson obviously had a long touchdown last week. I think Josh Downs has not practiced this week, so maybe you might want to look at Michael Pittman or, you know, no doubt you've probably looked at the five the five tight ends that the Colts have got and gone Big Mo or something. They have a few. Uh, no, no, not touched anything yet. No, I've uh, didn't look, didn't bother looking for the touchdown score on that one. Nah, nah, fully, fully understand. There won't be many. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't think you'd be looking for many touchdown scorers in the Sunday Night Football game either, as the Vegas Raiders and the Jets uh, do battle. And again, it's similar. It's a pick em, so they've got to make someone a favourite. So the Raiders are minus one, so I'd probably take the Jets plus one, to be honest. Um, not that it's really going to do very much, but the over under here, 36 and a half, as you can see on screen for those watching on the tube. Um, yeah, again, I'm quite surprised, uh, considering the Jets can be can be shutting down your Justin Herberts, and all the other, you know, uh, Jalen Hurts and all the rest of the guys that they've played this year, Patrick Mahomes. Consider, I, I find it even. I don't care if they're away. The Vegas Raiders are awful, um, and a bit surprised that the Jets maybe aren't a couple of points more. I know Zach Wilson was that was absolutely awful last week uh, against the Chargers, but um, I again expect a low-scoring game in this one, even if it is thirty-six and a half. Um, but no, no offenses are really getting anything going. Maybe Brees Hall can get a few things going, but uh, Max Crosby and that defensive line for the for the Raiders isn't isn't too bad. It's just elsewhere. So I don't think Zach Wilson's going to have enough time to to maybe go into the intermediate or the deep kind of stuff to to Garrett Wilson or Alan Lazard or whoever, whatever scrubs they've got, whatever receiver. But yeah, again, yeah, the main theme here is just no one's staying up to Washington in in the in the UK. No, uh, no. I, I, the Raiders, obviously, they. I'd imagine this was a bigger handicap before the sacking of Josh McDaniels and before their bounce last weekend, and the the happiness was around that locker room or smoking cigars and going crazy, <laughs> frankly, because they won a game. But obviously, it was just the relief of not having Josh McDaniels in the building anymore. I think so. Well, it'll be interesting to see if they get a bump again this week, but. Obviously, the, the Jets' defense is outstanding, and going up against a rookie quarterback, it, you you think you're going to struggle with that quarterback moving the ball. Uh, I'd imagine it'll be a lot of Josh Jacobs. Um, seems like it'll be 
the the way to go in this one. Um, Devontae Adams, obviously, I I thought last week he'd come out and get targeted a lot and get a lot of the ball, and I don't think he, I don't seem to remember he did a huge amount. So he's done nothing um, for well, well over a month now. Yeah, but with a new new quarterback, new new coach, you would think there's one thing that he'd be told to do is get the ball to Devontae Adams, but um, that didn't happen. Apparently, the Jets were interested in trading for him, so it'll be interesting to see whether there's any uh, chat about that during the game. But no, I'm I, I actually got my my line wrong on the the Germany game. The Germany game, the first quarter is under seven and a half, so I apologise that one. Uh, twenty to twenty three on. Seven and a half. I got it wrong because I went for under seven in this one. Um, under seven in this game, it's uh, in the first quarter, is around evenings as well. I think it was four to five, as I said before. So, yeah, I, I, I just can't see this being a high-scoring game. Obviously, the Jets struggle to score and the Raiders against such a very good defence will be struggling as well. So, yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's going to be a bit of a... Bit of a difficult one. Uh, Liam does think the Raiders, he's got a bit more hope than us. He thinks the Raiders plus two and a half and under 39.5 points. I'd imagine that's on Skybet again. Um, so, yeah, that, as um, as we found out last week, if the lines move, you can generally get better lines on uh, the handicap and total points on Skybet. Yeah, yeah, no, I think it's like you mentioned, you touched on it there. I think this is going to be a lot of handing the ball off to Brees Hall and, and Josh Jacobs and to see how far... You know, it's kind of see what the third down yardage is and then kind of go from there. But, yeah, if you're looking for touchdown scorers, Bruce Hall and Josh Jacobs, and then probably go nowhere else, to be quite honest. Maybe Garrett Wilson if you're yeah. feeling, feeling a bit fruity. But, you know, when you've got a 36.5-point line, you're not going to get many many touchdowns that are going to be scored. So there's not really big pie to, to go around there. So, yeah, I'm just, again, similar to the Colts game, I'm just, I'm just leaving it alone. Um Fun times. Uh, a bit better yeah, on Monday Night on. Football. <laughs> yeah, move on, absolutely. Um, yeah, Monday Night Football might be a decent one, depending if the Denver Broncos turn up when they go to uh, Buffalo Bills, who have been a bit vulnerable on defence. Obviously, um, they were comfortably dealt with, I thought, against the Bengals last week. Too much to your delight, I'm sure. Um, over under here is 47, uh, 47 points, and the Buffalo Bills are a, a seven point seven and a half point uh, favourites in this one. Obviously, Buffalo at home can be a bit of a different beast. Denver can be very hit and miss, depending on what week you, you kind of get them off. The, you know, they've had the bye last week, coming off the uh, win against the, the Chiefs. Could be interesting. I can see maybe the Broncos potentially getting frisky if um, Russell Wilson makes up for it. But, um, yeah, interesting your thoughts on this one, because it can be a bit of a hard one to call. Because Buffalo, Buffalo uh, are kind of flip a coin, isn't it? Uh, both teams are, really. Yeah, it, it depends what mood they're in. Obviously... Um, last week, yeah, the, the the Bengals shut down the Bills fairly, fairly easily. Uh, there was there was some dodgy calls on both sides of the ball. I've seen Bills fans crying about it because obviously they lost from it. Um, but after the first drive for each team last week, the defenses were on top. Um, it the 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 Bills defense did give up three hundred and fifty plus to Burrow, and Joe Mixon looked great on the ground as well. So they are definitely susceptible. And uh, the Broncos have actually been incredibly good at running the ball this year. Um, so Javante Williams should have himself a decent game. Uh, it'll be interesting to see whether Gabe Davis gets a touch this week because he didn't actually catch a single pass last weekend, uh, last Monday. So it'll be interesting to see if they get him into the t- into the game plan. Uh, you would think they'd have to. Uh, Dalton Kincaid was a beast. He was he was fairly unstoppable. Frankly, they could have just targeted him fifteen times and kept on moving the ball, but. Um, he did fumble, which was an amazing play by Jermaine Pratt. I will 
<laughs> we'll uh, mention some Bengals plays you know as much I mean? as I can. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't particularly rate the Bills in big games, but when they're playing poorer teams, they obviously are very much capable of killing them. Um, I would be leaning to the Bills covering the seven and a half, even though it is that horrible half point. Um, but I do think there could be a lot of points. So my bet for this one was over 47. Um, yeah, the, the Broncos are frustrating. They they show in little spurts that they're very good, um, but 75% of the game is terrible for them. So, yeah, I, I think points on both sides. And, uh, yeah, probably... Probably twenty plus each, and Bills winning. Yeah, my my bet was over. Um, I think just to your point on Gabe Davis, I don't know if Pat Satan uh, will shadow Diggs, maybe, so they'll have to get maybe Gabe Davis involved. It does seem like as maybe a, a Gabe, a Gabe kind of game. Um, I just wanted to just circle back on Sunday Night Football. I forgot to give you my best bet was, which was a bit of a weird one, but it was um, a field goal to be missed. Um, I think considering how bad the the offenses are, how how points being at premium, I think a lot more field goals will be attempted. So when you've got, you know, two bad teams, you might the more field goals that are, that are attempted, the more chance you've got of missing. So I thought field goal missing at five to six was that was the better for Sunday night football. But yeah, Monday night football over forty six and a half. Uh, I do think Gabe will get we get or we can't get any less than what he got last week, but I think he'll <laughs> he'll get a, a handful of touches that he, he had the few weeks prior uh, to, to last week's goose egg. Um, but yeah, it could be a, it could be a fruity one. Could be a, especially if the Broncos get up early. Um, but at, at Buffalo at home, like I say, you should expect to, to cover. But I'm never take I'm not taking a seven and a half, especially with the vulnerabilities that that Buffalo has shown. But on both sides of the ball, really, because um, you know you've got the the corners for for Buffalo have, have struggled all season, injuries and how they play and all the rest of it. But also, you know, Josh Allen seems to like to to hit the sabotage button and kind of shoot themselves in the foot as well in the in the old game as well. So I think um, Denver will be there, thereabouts, maybe even backdoor cover, um, which is why I don't like mm. taking seven and a half. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll leave that. But So, yeah, over on the points for me. And uh, Liam has gone for Broncos over 20.5 points, which is six to five. Um, so, yeah, he's basically... We, we'll say that he's echoing everything that we've just said. Um, he thinks that... There's going to be a high-scoring game. And, yeah, as I say, I think both teams over 20. So that uh, makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. Lovely stuff. Okay, looking at the rest of the slate on the Sunday. I don't know if you've got your ticker, the ticker going there, Adam. Do, 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 do. There we go. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. If you're watching on, if you are watching there, uh, scrolling along the screen. Uh, I'll kick off with mine. I think there was a couple that I thought were quite interesting. Obviously, Dallas Dallas is um, 17, 17 against Dallas and... Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd be actually be tempted to take a seventeen. I'd be actually tempted to take a seventeen because I'm not sure. I know they'll just give forty touches to put Saquon Barkley again potentially on the Giants side, but um, that that game uh, we get to touchdown scores in a mix. Obviously, mine mine comes in that game, but yeah, seventeen points. Obviously, the biggest that we've seen for for a long, long while. And I know that the couple that we had last year. I think it was a, a couple of Houston games. They managed to cover. I think they even managed to win one when they were seventeen point dogs. Uh, if my memory serves me. But uh, yeah, the one I've gone for is Seattle minus six and a half against the Commanders. Um, S- Seattle at home. Seattle haven't really pulled up too many trees. Kenneth Walker and, um, you know, got stuffed last week against Baltimore. But I think being at home and against the Washington Commanders who go from east to west um, doesn't really necessarily make as much difference as going from west to east. But um, home comforts for Seattle, I think they'll get back on track. Obviously, the, the Commanders recently traded two of their defensive linemen um, so I just think the two teams, 
well, not necessarily going in two different directions, but Seattle, I think, are a tier above, and I think they should. They, they might want to put, they kind of lay the lay the hammer down on on Washington and kind of put the ship right a little bit. So yeah, minus six and a half Seattle for me. Yeah, it's it's. I'll be honest, it's not one I was looking at. I'm not entirely convinced on that one. I I think the Washington with Sam Howell, he's. He's shown that he's funky enough yeah, to keep them in fruity, any game. He? He's a bit yeah, it, he he's he could throw with three interceptions, but then he'd probably throw five touchdowns because it seems to be the way he's been playing this season. But I do, I do agree, Seattle are the better team. It's just that I've seen them, well, I've, I've seen them being utterly inept against the AFC North because the AFC North has destroyed the NFC West uh, all over the place this year. So yeah, I, I, they're the ones I concentrate on and. Yeah, I I think getting under the seven obviously is the key, as we say all the time. So I uh, definitely won't argue with you entirely on that one. I am going against my team. Um, obviously the Texans were very good last week, so Texans plus seven against the Bengals. Um, the Texans were great last week. CJ Stroud had a record-breaking game for a rookie, um, and he has shown that he can hang with pretty much any team in this league. Although I will say that the Bengals' defense is incredibly good and Lou Anarumo has already made comment on, yeah, we noticed that game. Um, so, yeah, I think the defense these faces this week will be a lot better. I don't know about the offense for the Bengals, though, because um, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, neither of them apparently practiced today. Uh, T. Higgins with a hamstring injury, he picked up another niggling injury, and Jamar Chase with back issues after... Uh, dropping dropping a, a pass last week. It was uh, terrible that he dropped it after he, uh, he jumped from, he fell on his back from about eight foot high. Um, so there's a possibility that one or the other or both of those miss, and that really would limit the Bengals' offense a little. Um, I do like, obviously, Tyler Boyd and obviously um, Andre Yoshivash, uh, Yoshi. Uh, he's looked really good in the bits he's done. Uh, Charlie Jones, the other rookie, he's come off IR this week. I don't know if he's expecting to be uh, playing, but if there is serious issues at wide receiver, then there's a chance he gets a little bit involved as well. And of course, Trent and Irwin's always reliable. And apparently now the Bengals have got all the tight ends. Uh, Turner Hudson had a great game last week. So maybe the Bengals will still be able to move the ball, but it did give me enough enough um, worry that I, I think the Texans are a decent value getting a touchdown um, in Cincinnati. Um, so that, that's why I'm going with that one. And I'll be, I'll be honest, I did have a look at the one that um, Liam's gone for. He's gone for Jaguars plus three and a half, uh, hosting the 49ers. Obviously, the 49ers are they're coming off their bye week, aren't they? I think. I don't remember. Yeah, both, both week, teams. So. Okay, so both off their bye week. Um, the 49ers lost three in a row before that, which seemed unheard of earlier in the season. Um, I personally, I, I can't take any NFC team versus AFC. I, I think the conference is very skewed and although I do I did think the 49ers were the best team or one of the best teams in the league they've shown in recent weeks that I'm not entirely sure Debo Samuel uh, is apparently uh, good to go this one so that that will definitely help them um, but yeah I, I do I would definitely lean to Liam's side on this one the Jags getting three and a half um, at home and obviously the Jags were on fire before the bye so if they can carry that on through then I don't see why not yeah, that's a Lee Lone game for me, even if with the, the 3.5 for Jacksonville, uh, just because of the, the the ceiling that San Francisco can have, and they can just come in and shut anyone down and then just take the whole game away. A couple of guys, a couple of lines that I wasn't quite sure why they were, why they were, what, what they are, was the, the Tampa Bay minus one, uh, was, I know it was essentially a pick em, isn't it? Because minus one is just, uh, 
a mandatory kind of handicap that they got to put. But I thought I know I know Tampa Bay have struggled in recent weeks, but Tennessee aren't really aren't really doing much either. And I think Tampa Bay at home in the defense, I think they they'll win that quite comfortably personally. And then Baltimore minus five and a half against Cleveland. I know they absolutely smashed Seattle last week, and they probably won't. You know, obviously M- Lamar Jackson's leading the the MVP race, but that just kind of feels like a bit of a trap for me. Uh, Cleveland Browns could easily come go in there and shut that down, and it's going to be a 12-10 game or, so, or something like that. And obviously, Deshaun Watson came back last week, played all right. Um, but yeah, I just thought that that line was a bit high. I was expecting that to be a field goal, to be quite honest, because um, we know, like I say, you know full well what how the NFC, uh, the AFC North play play each other. So those were kind of yeah. two that I went, what I didn't quite <laughs> agree with those two. I don't know if you've got any thoughts on any others. Yeah, that's up to six and a half for the Browns now as well. So it's even better on um, the Cleveland side of it. Yeah, it's. Um... Yeah, the, the games are generally close in division. Uh, the, yeah. the Ravens, as you say, have killed the Lions and the Seahawks. But I, as I said before, I don't trust the NFC against the AFC. So if you get AFC North um, common opponents, and obviously that Browns defense has been, it, I, for me, it's the best in the league. I know a lot of people rate, ironically, the Ravens on the other side as the best in the league. But um, yeah, I, I think it should be a very, it's, it's going to be a close game either way. So yeah, getting six and a half points. Annoyingly, I think the the Steelers getting three points at home. Uh, sorry, was it getting or giving? Yeah, um, getting Steelers. They're, they're three and a half point favourites. Yeah, Steelers minus three against the, the the Packers. The Packers have been terrible this last month, and the Steelers defense should shut them down. And we we know what the Steelers do. It'll be a twenty seventeen win. So frankly, actually, now now I, now I think about it, it'll be a twenty seventeen win in the fourth quarter, and uh, they'll push. So yeah, probably not the probably not the best line after all. Um, yeah, the Tennessee one's a bit weird. Obviously, this is Will Levis hype, I guess, um, around uh, them scoring points. Uh, Atlanta are, are on my do not ever touch sheet. Um, I will no never ever back them again this season and. I hope that Liam won't when um when we get round to that. So yeah, um it's uh yeah. Other than that, I didn't really have anything else on spreads. I I'll be honest, I struggled again. I I did actually remember picking my one this week, but um it was it was a struggle picking one. Yeah, that's always handy. Yeah, just, that, just going back to that Baltimore six and a half one that you said. Now it just seems a bit weird that Baltimore are six and a half point favourites when the the over underline there is thirty seven and a half. It doesn't just just smells a bit smells a bit of a, a fishy that one. So. Yeah, I'd probably take Cleveland, and even if it's like, if it's six and a half, maybe maybe even pay up to do the seven for a push on a on a mm. touchdown if it even gets like that. But yeah, it just feels like a, a, a Justin Tucker fifteen point game to be quite honest, and um, yeah. kind, of, kind of go from there. But yeah, uh, talking of uh, that, that brings us quite nicely onto the totals. Um, yeah, again, a lot of uh, a lot of totals begin with a, with a three this week. I think I counted four. Not including so it's four, five, six, including the primetime games. So again, not a points at a premium. Some of the highest scoring teams, obviously, on by Kansas City, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but the one I've gone for is over forty-eight and a half, which I think is the highest total of the week, actually, which is um, which is ironic. But yeah, over forty-eight and a half, Detroit versus the Chargers. I just think it's. I know the Chargers have had their struggles and didn't exactly have to do much to beat the Jets last week, but I think that one, this one could be a bit of a shootout. Um, charges at home, although it doesn't really matter because they both play in the dome anyway. I just think Jared you know, for, is more for Jared Goff in the sense that he's at home. Sorry, he's in the dome, so it doesn't necessarily. His away splits have been a bit more. There's been a bit of disparity between his home and away splits, but um, yeah, I just think that the, the opportunity there to be a bit of a gunslinger shootout with 
Detroit's defensive line being decent and they're not really going to necessarily run the ball, but then they've got the perfect weapon of Austin Eckler to to do screen games, you know, short short dump-offs and then kind of take them to the house. There's, there's a lot of opportunity here for long, uh, for kind of short drive, but long touchdown kind of opportunities. So, yeah, I quite like the over in that game. Yep, should be a lot of points in it. Um, again, it was a spread I didn't want to touch just because NFC versus AFC, we've seen what the Lions did when they came up against a good team. Um, same as the Dolphins, frankly. Um, fuck all. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> I, but I, I can't trust the Chargers, obviously. So, uh, yeah, I do think there should be points in that game. And uh, I think we've I think we figured out in one of the other chats that Monty should be back. So, um, that obviously adds to the, the Lions' offence. And Jameer Gibbs has looked great um, covering for him. So, it, it might be a case of them trying to figure out how they balance it, frankly, more than anything else. I think it might be a lot more Gibbs during the during uh, outside the twenties, and then uh, more Monty, obviously, uh, when you get near the goal line. So it'd be interesting to see how they go with that one. Um, yeah, I just yeah, think, I, think total, I can't see the Chargers really stopping Detroit. I know the Chargers have some decent players on defense with Derwin James and all all the rest of them, but I just think I, I can easily see that. The, the Lions putting up 28 to 30, 31 or something like that. And then it's just a case of whether or not Detroit shut shut the Chargers down or if the Chargers can kind of keep pace. And I've got to put my faith in Her- Herbert a little bit. I know he's not got the, the, a vast amount of weapons. Josh Palmer obviously going on IR. And so it's only essentially Keenan Allen. Quentin Johnson's not really pulled up any trees. And then it's, yeah. uh, it's Austin Eckler. And then maybe the odd tight end might get involved or Darius Davis or, or whatnot as well. So there is a bit of a... Again, Chargers going to charge element to, to this, but yeah, it, I think the, the Detroit Lions will do their part by scoring twenty eight to thirty, and then let's say the Chargers only have to put up twenty then to, to get us over. Yeah, four yards an attempt or whatever Herbert's been throwing recently. Um, I think it might take a while for them to get to those points, but yeah, they they destroyed a terrible Jets offensive line last week. They're going up against one of the best defensive lines in the in the league this week, so. It'll be um, definitely a lot more of a test for them. Um, I'll quickly touch on Liam's one because he's gone with over 37.5 in the Ravens at Browns game. Obviously, we just had a a little bit of a chat about that one saying that we think it'll be a lower scoring game. So um, Liam's Liam's gone against the grain on this one a little bit, I guess. His numbers will have it at 40-ish. He must have picked that during the the Chiefs-Dolphins games and he was pissed. (laughs) That, That... that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, yeah, it was the the uh, Steins in um, in Frankfurt is uh, has done him in there. Um, but yeah, I, I've gone with another one. We had a little bit of a chat about. I've gone for over thirty eight and a half in Titans against Buccaneers. Um, again, uh, the the Bucks defense is a pass funnel, and obviously we saw CJ Stroud throw four touchdowns against them last week and nearly five hundred yards. And Will Levis has shown that he can chuck the ball downfield. Um, as far as I'm aware. He had a decent enough game against the Steelers' defense last week on Thursday night. Obviously, coming off now extended rest as well, which helps them. Um, and the Bucks have shown that they can put up points mainly with Mike Evans, but K. Dotton got a couple last week, so maybe he'll start moving the ball around a little bit more. So yeah, I thought it, it was quite a low total, and it won't take a whole lot to get over um, on that one. So um, that was the one I was going with. Um, other than that, I didn't really have much on the totals to be honest. Um, if the Bengals and if the Bengals were healthy, or I knew they were fully healthy, I'd be quite happy to take the overs in that game because I do think the Texans are going to put up points. Um, but yeah, other, other than that, under in Germany, under forty three. Um, but yeah, it's um, going to be a tough one. 
Yeah, certainly will do. Let's uh, round off then with a couple of touchdown scorers. I've gone for Tony Pollard, who has not scored since week one against, uh, funny enough, they're against this week's opponents. Uh, I think it's just about time that he kind of gets in the end zone. They're 17, point, 17 and a half point favourites. Okay. So if that doesn't, if, if you want an indicator to, you know, is what running back is going to get a touchdown, pick a high handicap line because they're just going to run the crap out of the ball. But uh, with, with that in mind, do have a little look at Rico Dowdle. Um, just in case he's a bit overpriced, I don't know if you can get a price for me, Adam. Because uh, I've got I yeah, look now. I didn't have one on Pollard, but you've messaged me to say he's four to six, so that's plenty short enough. Um, but Rico Daldo could be a good one, maybe even do spawn. I know he's been a healthy scratch and whatnot, but um, Cavonte, yeah, we had a couple of weird ones uh, last week for Dallas, and yeah, Tolbert and Turpin, but um, yeah, I fully expect kind of um. Focused to, for, to get Pollard in the end zone because Dallas's run game has not been there at all this season. But like I say, if it's a blowout. Rico Dowders, who gets the odd um, gets the odd drive anyway, even in kind of neutral game scripts or or kind of negative ones. Um, if you got their seventy seventy two, uh, Luke Key, yeah, yeah, Luke Key's a bit of a a bit of a he'll be a bit of a fluky because he just blocks for the as a fullback. But yeah, seventy two seventy two on Dowdy you could probably do a lot worse. Maybe even do two plus, which is I think if it's seventy two, you're generally around twenty to one, I think, for two plus. So um that's yeah, kind of where yeah, I'd where I'd be looking. Uh yeah, forty to one for two plus. So um yeah, as you say, I, I was looking for a defensive score for them, but um I can't find that on Bet three six five, not entirely sure. Uh, I'd imagine it'll be a down around evens, frankly, for uh, against Tommy, Tommy, Tommy DeVito um, for the for the Giants this week. Um, yeah, my, my bet for touchdown score, I've gone for with the Gus Bus. Um, obviously, he scored three a couple of weeks ago. He scored last weekend. He he didn't actually have many touches last week. I assume it's because it was such a blowout. They were giving them moving the ball around. Obviously, Keaton Mitchell uh, ran one in from seventy odd yards. Keaton Mitchell averaged something like twenty one yards a carry. Uh, which is uh, fairly fairly impressive. Um, whereas Gus, he averaged about two because he only had a couple of touches from five yards out. But yeah, he barged his way in again. Um, I do think the Ravens will get down there. And it was 11-8 to eight on Bet365 for him. I'd imagine you'll probably be able to find a little bit better around the places if you did want that on that one. Um, and um, Liam's gone with Taysom Hill. Um, I will have a look for odds on that one. I get that why I get why on that one because he does seem to have found his his niche um, in that offense as he does every year. And he scored I think three games in a row now. He had a receiving touchdown, his re- first receiving touchdown this weekend just gone, and he had a lot of rush attempts inside the red zone. So I I can see why on that one. I, I imagine he'll be around seven to two to be honest. He's normally fairly high. Yeah, no, don't mind that shout. Don't mind that shout whatsoever. Uh, but yeah, no, just looking down, so, yeah, so like you know, you could need to try and look at kind of the highest scoring ones. I suppose Eckler would be odds on. He found the end zone obviously a couple of times last week. Detroit, um, you kind of you can't really bet on Montgomery because you don't know if he's what he, you know, they say he's obviously back and healthy, but you never know. First game back, Jameer Gibbs, what's his role going to be like? Come on, Ross and Brown uh, would probably be my go to there for the, for the Lions because he just gets so many receptions and so many opportunities and just electric when he's uh, when he when he's got the ball but so uh, eight to eleven net class that's not too bad maybe a yeah um yeah. but again yeah even that with that though you know the the lions of defensive line could start could stuff him a few times so maybe have to be kind of like a pass or like a dump off for, for a touchdown in the red zone or something but uh 
Yeah, they're, yeah. they're all they're all roughly around evens. Um, uh, Monty Gibbs and uh, Saint Brown. Saint Brown, obviously the highest. At six to five, it was five to six, and evens for Monty and Eclair, uh, Monty and Gibbs uh, between those two. Yeah, lovely stuff. That's it. All right, uh, Adam, if you want to bring up the re- have a little recap then of what we've uh, what uh, we've selected, what the we've trebles. Done. Yeah, the trebles that do. I think. Oh, I think we're just a, a note on last week. I think we were all three out of six last week, weren't we? So half, half and half. Flip a coin and see. Uh, but yeah, best and best bet trebles then for the spreads. Texans plus seven for Adam. Tim, I've gone for Seattle minus six and a half. Liam's gone for Jacks plus three and a half. Totals, Tennessee and Tampa Bay over 38 and a half for Adam. I've gone for Detroit, the Chargers over 48 and a half. And Liam has gone for over 37 and a half. Baltimore versus Cleveland. And the touchdown scorers, again, not really many prices about, so do shop around. Uh, Gus Bus. Pollard and Taysom Hill for Adam, myself and Liam, respectively. So there we go. All good. That's it. Well done. We're all done. Yeah, we, we, here we go. We, we coordinated that quite well. Yeah, it was all right. We made that. We made that. that we made up after that full start at the, at the beginning with five yards. We made it. <laughs> we, we found it. We found our ways in our way into the end zone. So there we go. Um, obviously, yeah, Liam should be back next week. Um, Obviously, he's been on his travels. He was at Kansas City last week. But good luck with all your bets, whatever you are, are getting on. Um, yeah, and we'll be back next week to, to go through all of those and, and week 11 as well. Please gamble responsibly, and we'll see you later. Yeah. You need to you need to you need to undo the 